This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk. This is Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hani Balkis. Happy Wednesday, everyone, and good afternoon. You're listening to Future Talk right here on Pulse95. This is the one and only place where we give you a quick roundup of everything that is happening in the tech world, in the UAE, and all around the world. I cannot even explain how happy I am that it's Wednesday, but this week is finally almost coming to an end. It has felt like the longest week. Especially if you're waiting for something. What are you waiting for, Omnia? <laughs> what is happening the tomorrow? The weekend. The weekend. What are you doing this weekend? Not sure yet, but all I know is I'm very excited to get more sleep. I smell lies. I'm very excited to get more sleep. No, I mean, we're all excited to get more sleep, Omnia, but uh, we know what else is exciting in the news today. Yes. Why are you talking so suspiciously? Because you were starting it out suspiciously. Suspiciously? Yes. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, today on Future Talk, we're talking about how the UAE is leading the region in promoting women in artificial intelligence. We've always known the UAE to be very fair and equal towards both genders, males and females. But today they're also helping encourage women and giving them that extra push to go ahead and pursue what they love when it comes to artificial intelligence. Coming up on today's show as well, we're going to be talking all about the awaited event. The 14th of September is a day that Hani's waiting for, Kareem from social media is waiting for, and a lot of people are waiting for it to finally find out how does the iPhone 13 look like and to get their hands on it. Now, Omnia, you know February 14th is considered Valentine's Day. Yeah, for, for you, the, it's for September. For the lovers, for 14. us tech lovers, for us iPhone lovers, September 14th is our Valentine's Day. <laughs> and for our Gadget of the Day segment, ladies and gentlemen, we're also talking about how the new material or this new material could yes. measure your heart rate right through your shirt. And I can already do that right now. <laughs> is it beating? Oh, my God. Yeah, I can do a thing that you only people who are watching the YouTube live right now can see it. <laughs> and we're not going to give you any spoilers because it's a sight only your eyes are allowed to see. Coming up in the world of weird tech, right here in the UAE, you may soon get a chance to talk to Einstein's digital twin. Yeah, you heard it right. Einstein is back alive and you can actually get some answers from him in the Expo 2020 that everyone is waiting for very, very, very patiently. Yeah, and if you're tired of long queues at the grocery store and you're saying, man, come on, I just have this Diet Cola mama <laughs> or, or, you know, auntie who's in front of you who has, you know, groceries for the next month in front of you. Can I just say, I hate when people cut you off in the line without asking. They just feel like, oh, I have one item. I'm just going to stand in front of this person. Like, okay, I've, ask I've me never, and I've let never you. suffered from this. Really? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, I think it defers from person to person. Oh, really? Right? You know, we but, say that UAE encourages women. Yeah, I get it. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, there is going to be no more queues and cash payments as AI is replacing humans at grocery stores all over the UAE. Yes, indeed. One store is actually going to be the pilot uh, store. And I've actually seen a video of how it works and I cannot wait to get to see it in person. Lots and lots is in store right here on today's show. So make sure you keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, the UAE is leading the region in promoting women in artificial intelligence. Now, 
Women in AI actually prefer working for nonprofit organizations, and that actually does represent 36% of the industry. So I'm going to take a wild hunch and say the nonprofit is obviously the government sectors mm. right here in the UAE. Now, we do know that the UAE has been at the forefront of empowering women to take on roles on AI. And that's across all levels. So we're looking at how right here in the region, we're not talking about the UAE, we're not talking about the Gulf, we're talking about the region, Middle East as well. They are leading it. Yes, indeed. And we do know that the tech sector is usually very much male-dominated. Male yes. So for us to see right here in the UAE that a lot of women are actually being encouraged to go ahead and pursue the tech sector, pursue artificial intelligence, that is something that we should not take lightly at all. The great strides of progress up to now can definitely be attributed to all the strong Arab women who did not give up. You know, for someone else or for any other part of the world, if a woman, you know, might find herself in a position where she's being discriminated, you know, not equal rights are being given to her not equal salaries uh, are being given to both genders they may just give up you know go ahead and pursue any other sector where they're treated a lot more fairly however right here in the uae all arab women do not compete against each other they work with each other especially when it comes to the sectors of mm. artificial intelligence yeah i mean when we're talking about women in tech right not just yeah. women in ai women in tech they are very you know uh, underrated or looked over uh, and that is mostly in the West and in Europe but uh, right here in the UAE we don't have this problem they're actually more prioritized than mm. men and uh, you know AI women in AI actually prefer working for nonprofit organizations and you know I said that was uh, it was representing around 36% of the industry while other industries have female representation of about 15 to 26% so we're looking at how it's a very big number and we know right here in the uae we are looking towards the next 50 to be very digitalized and very tech-centered and when we have so many women working for nonprofit organizations and nonprofit thus meaning government sectors mm -hmm. we're looking at a very 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 well future absolutely and especially when we look at the education sector as well statistics actually show that you know, a big majority of the people enrolled in the world's first AI university that's actually found in the capital of the UAE, Abu Dhabi, about 30% of those enrolled are actually women. So this just goes to show that more women are increasingly becoming interested in this sector. They want to learn more about innovation and the different advancements in technology. Now, global organizations, they're also doing a lot to help encourage women and make sure that women are playing a key role when it comes to the AI sector. One example is the woman in AI initiative that has actually been you know it's spread all around the world right here in Sharjah more specifically the Sharjah Research Technology and Innovation Park they hold an event every single year that is called Women in AI and mm -hmm. the main mission of this event is to actually encourage women increase female representation and make sure that they are participating in AI through mm -hmm. the community the different events and education uh, that is being held yeah and it's not that there is a minority when it does come to women now Right here on Future Talk, actually, most of our guests yeah. and or most of our interviewers are with women, yeah. believe it or not. And not just any type of woman. We're talking about young women in school, in universities, the youth in general, young adults. So we're looking at a very promising next, not just 50 years, 10 years from now, 5 years from now. 
a lot more women will be representing technology, AI, and the UAE. Absolutely. Let us know if you know a woman in tech that you'd like to celebrate. We'd love to give her a very special shout out. Our text signs are open 4215 Dorit Salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up, we're talking all about Apple's big event, or like Hanny likes to call it, the Tech Valentine Day for, for, for <laughs> Apple tech lovers. Apple lovers. Yes, indeed. That's the sound of eating an apple. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. I like the title that you gave to this special day that we're all waiting for. The Valentine of iPhone lovers. (laughs) Yes. It's coming soon. It's the 14th of September. Everyone is marking their calendar and also preparing their bank accounts. (laughs) My bank account is well prepared. (laughs) I've been saving. From a loss. Uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't think anyone wants to talk to you on the fifteenth of September. Fifteenth of September, please. I'm not available in the country. <laughs> I am in my phone because, or I'll be sleeping inside of my phone because obviously it's going to cost me a whopping amount. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, Apple has sent out the invites for the Valentine's Day for Apple lovers, <laughs> which is September fourteenth. Now, if you're just tuning in, we said September 14th is, you know, Valentine's Day for lovers because February 14th is the actual Valentine's Day that I've never celebrated in my whole entire life. But uh, again, that's not the point. (laughs) Starts morning. (laughs) The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that we have something more exciting talking about than just Valentine's Day. You know, it's so they've totally agreed to your description of it as a tech Valentine's Day to the point where the Apple lovers, yeah. is sending out invitations yeah. to celebrate. I got this. one actually, believe it or not. No way. Yes. I feel left out now. So I'll tell I'll tell you what happened, how I got this invitation. So okay. you you know I'm a beta tester, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I got the invitation on my iCloud about two or three days ago. Mm. And you know, everything was going I was like, okay, great. I signed up, I signed up, I put my name and my details and everything. And they're like, yeah, we'll send you a link. It's going to be a closed just for you, you know, uh, behind the, the scenes type of things. And I was like, yeah, I'll get, I'll get to know before. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, you know, I, I, I'm chilling. And then I hear, and I wake up from my, my dream. It was the alarm. At night? Yeah, my alarm was waking me up because I was sleeping. Oh. It was a dream. <laughs> for a At second. night? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that they set an alarm on the calendar, like, you know, like a yeah, reminder. Yeah. No, I, the, my, my normal alarm to go to work at 7 a.m. went off and uh, I woke up from that dream. There was your invite. Yeah, there was my invite. Maybe Tim Cook's one day, you know, he'll personally invite me if I reach that stature of uh, things in life. But again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have an invite, it's fine. You're going to be like a normal human being, just like Omni and I. But the launch will be streamed on Apple's website. And we do know that Apple has had virtual launch events since the start of the pandemic in 2020. Obviously, because COVID-19, you know, we don't have to go through it again. You know, the old shenanigans. bang. Yep. COVID-19, social distancing and all that good stuff. And obviously, you know, the company may announce the new Apple Watch, the AirPods models. And Apple Watch, Omni, I'm on my Series 4. I don't think I'll get the seven. You don't think so? We're at six or seven now. Seven. So I don't think I'm getting the seven. You don't My, think so? Because with, with the watches, I don't different. see what's the new features. Like if the, every feature comes up when you update your watch OS. If they can check my glucose, True. then yeah. we'll talk about it. Then honestly, it would be so worth changing. Yeah, because I'm mean, going to think about it this way. You're right, right? 
5,700, 5,600, you're paying for a phone, right? Yeah. And then you put another 1,700 for the new watch, right? And then you put another 1,999 for the AirPods Pro. Yeah. You're, you're putting like 10K out. And that's Basically. obviously, but that's not me. I would, I would never go to that extent. But some people do that re- religiously every True. year. You know, they'll sell their old stuff or they'll trade it in and get the new one and keep on going. Hundred percent. Now this launch is going to actually be streamed on Apple's website, just like we've always, you know, gotten used to. And Apple has actually, just like you mentioned, they've been holding virtual launch events ever since the COVID nineteen pandemic started. So we are looking forward to witnessing the awaited iPhone 13. It is also possible that Apple may just actually uh, go ahead and reveal some new subscription services, streaming services. We're still awaiting on that one. The company is actually also due to refresh their MacBook Pro and iPad models uh, this fall, at least if it sticks to its annual schedule. But we do know that with the pandemic, things have definitely been delayed. It's still unclear if those uh, new MacBook Pros and Apple uh, iPads are going to be introduced alongside the iPhone event or if they're going to go ahead and announce it in a separate event. This year's iPhone will also likely resemble last year's models, but with a smaller notch cut out at the top of the screen. So not much, not much has been different when it comes to the exterior design but we're hoping that the interior will hold enough surprises to lure the customers to go ahead and update their phone let us know mm-hmm. yeah yeah i mean again uh, maybe the only thing that uh, might be appealing exterior wise is the apple watch's new design yeah and you know because it's going to be kind of like uh not recta- not circular shape towards the edges more oh, of just like more... a square oh, rectangle okay. like how so the iphone kind of is. like the iphone same style. That's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> yeah, you'll love anything squared that does not, not yeah, I don't like. I don't like the curve. <laughs> Let us know your thoughts and if you're going to be getting your, ha- your if you're hands on, on the hands on the iPhone 13. Coming up on Future Talk, we still have lots in store for all of you. So keep all 75 locked. We'll be right back. Gadget of the day. New tech you might want to play with. Pulse95. New tech you might want to play with or even wear. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about this new material that could measure your heart rate right through your shirt. A group of researchers have developed a new material that they say is as soft as cotton, but as strong as Kevlar. Now, for those who don't know what Kevlar is, Mm -hmm. it's basically body armor. Oh, it, you know, like, let's say, for example, Omnia, like made out of metal, like body armor, like, you know, bulletproof armor, Kevlar. Oh. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah. So it's not it's not metal. It's just bulletproof so, yeah, yeah, armor. Yeah. So it's like very thick material. Yeah. Very thick material. And it's as conductive as many metals. It can be worn and washed just like normal clothing and could eventually turn athletic apparel into smart wearables. Now, they call this carbon nanotube threads. And, you know, they work very similar to wires. Yes, and they work similarly to the wires that are found in the EKG machine, which basically it's a device that measures your heart rhythms to detect if you have any irregular heartbeat or irregular heart conditions. Now, instead of having those wires, I'm not sure if you've ever had an EKG done, honey, but usually they would stick them uh, onto your chest to kind of measure your heart rate. And they're usually patched on the skin. You'd have to go to the hospital to be able to do it. Now, all these wires are actually sewn into that t-shirt. So you can wear it like you would a normal t-shirt, normal athletic wear. And according to the new study, these wires would be able to measure your heart rate 
very seamlessly. Now, mm -hmm. unlike wires, these threads are actually very comfortably worn with, or they they're move. not as bulky. Yeah. yeah, they're not as bulky. They're not as uncomfortable as getting an EKG. It can be washed. It can be stretched. It can be worn repeatedly without breaking down, which personally, I feel like this is such an interesting way to measure your heart rate. Not, you know, put aside um, sports-wise or athletic-wise, it would be great to measure your heart rate for that. But I feel like, especially for patients who struggle with you know, heart diseases, this would be an immense help for them instead of having to go to the hospital every single time they need to get an EKG. Yeah, now a lot of researchers are saying, or, you know, experts are saying that, you know, that another interesting application of this technology is that they can use them for next generation military uniforms. Mm. Now, believe it or not, technology was actually, uh, you know, accelerated because of military use, right? Yes. A lot of government armies and militaries, they wanted, you know, the best equipment because... Robots, at, yeah, uh, at one point in time, you know, a normal gun wouldn't do the job. You needed to go deeper and deeper. Now, just a fun fact, worldwide spending on wearable devices is expected to grow up to 18% to $81.5 billion just this year, 2021, mm. and another 15% in 2022. Now, many, many tech companies have invested in building similar capabilities into devices, and we do know that the Apple Watch does introduce heart monitoring, and that was all the way back in 2018, and even added other medical functionalities. And in 2019, believe it or not, hmm. Google did announce plans to buy Fitbit, and I didn't know Google owned Fitbit, by the way. Oh, they do. I didn't. I didn't no. know that. Mm. And, you know, they completed earlier this year the same type of technology. So, you know, obviously the stepping stone, the stepping stone was uh, was watches, yep. rings. And then obviously when you're going to start flying, it's going to be <laughs> shirts, wearables. And I think we're going to look at maybe even armbands because yes. sometimes you check your um, your blood pressure with when you go to the hospital they i don't know what they call it. they put an armband around yeah, you yeah yeah it's like the blood it's a blood pressure cuff blood pressure cuff and yes. then imagine you have a t-shirt cuff that does the same oh that's going to be interesting mm -hmm. i i'm excited to see if it's going to be able to measure other vitals as well apart from just your heart rate maybe body temperature who knows let us know if you would love to get your hands on one of those shirts our sensor are open 4215 door to or send into our dms at pulse 95 radio you're, you're listening, listening to pulse 95 pulse 95 check this out check this out I'm waiting for Einstein. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the I, digital, you're the Einstein, aren't I'm, you? I, Einstein. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Einstein's digital twin that's going to answer questions at the Swiss Pavilion. Now, that's happening in Expo. Yes. So, ladies and gentlemen, experts from the ETH Zurich will also talk about harvesting water from the atmosphere and how to grow microalgae as a meat alternative. Now, I don't know about you. <laughs> But I would not take any type of meat unless it comes from a cow. I agree. I don't like the whole synthesized yeah, meat, fake. artificial meat. Uh, I don't get it. But, you know, to each their own. Some people do enjoy it and enjoy the taste of it. Now, meeting Einstein's digital twin, that's going to be honestly a very interesting experience for a lot of people because a lot of people want answers to their questions. And I'm hoping that the digital Einstein can actually maybe give those answers. Now, 
This digital twin was made by experts at the ETH Zurich, which is a university of science and technology, and they are going to be using the power of AI to talk to the public. Back in 1921, Albert Einstein, as we all know, he won a Nobel Prize for his contribution to the theoretical physics. That's 100 years ago. Yeah, I must say, I honestly hated Einstein back in... High school, school days, yeah. Yeah, because I'm just like, wait, was it Einstein who, when the when the apple fell on his head, he went to find out why? Mm, I don't believe so. That's who was uh, it? Newton. That Newton's was Newton's law. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I remember. I just hated everyone who talked about who discovered physics, but. A century on, his work is still being commemorated. A lot of people are studying his theories, applying them. And digital humans like Einstein, who can hear, see, and interact with the person in front of them, are absolutely essential in big events like the Expo event. Because he may just be able to kind of take the load off of the humans that are there, <laughs> trying to accommodate everyone and making sure that all questions are being answered yeah i mean obviously when we're talking about you know the spectrum or you know when we say someone is smart the number one thing that comes to the mind is huh he thinks he's einstein yes. look at this einstein <laughs> guy you know he thinks he's smart and you know he is smart he was deemed one of the smartest people in the world to date but we do know that einstein's appearance is modeled on how he looked during his formative years in zurich and the technology does use natural language processing and even digital rendering of expressions and body language to bring the young Einstein to life. What is one question you'd you'd want to ask Einstein? Not necessarily the digital twin, because this one, this twin mm. can't offer you answers to the, like the meaning of life or any hypothetical questions. But what is one question that you'd want an answer from from Einstein on? Hmm. You know that is a really good question to ask me, Omnia. Hmm. Now. I'm not no mathematician or a physicist <laughs> or any of those things or I'm into chemistry, nothing like that. So I don't know what I would ask him. You know, if someone who, who, who you know, is into, you know, numbers and stuff, hmm. they would probably ask him a lot of questions. But I mean, maybe we'll talk. Oh, maybe we'll ask him Googling. his thoughts on AI. I'm, a, right? I'm, I'm Googling what questions can I ask Einstein? If, if, if back in the 1920s, artificial intelligence was, you know, uh, a, th a thing. Like, did people actually think that, hey, maybe one day we'll have artificial intelligence? Hmm. And, you know, ladies and gentlemen, when we're talking about food, farming, and clean energy, obviously that is the number one thing a lot of governments across the world and companies across the world are trying to, to complete with, right? Hmm. They're trying to have clean energy. And sustainable food production is the future of farming and clean, affordable energy. Is a lot of challenges that are going to be addressed by the Swiss scientists and academics from Einstein's alma mater. Now, our AI and sustainability are obviously key, theme, key themes for graduates with some projects due to be showcased in Dubai South. And that is when Expo 2020 kicks off in just about under a month, right? Yes. October 1st. Yes, indeed. There are so many things that we could potentially ask Einstein, not necessarily his digital twin because his answers are very limited, but let me know. Let us both know. What is one question you'd like his to ask? His thoughts on Stephen Hawking. Oh, that's a good one. I would want to ask I don't that. like Stephen Hawking. Really? Yes. Why? Uh, personal opinion. Okay. Um, when you Google what questions could you ask Einstein, <laughs> one question that I thought was interesting is, can gravity really be blamed for anything these days? And another is Annie testing out. Um, another question was, if reality is an illusion, how do we figure out what is actually going on on Earth? 
Yeah, uh, a lot of people actually uh, goes through their mind a lot. Is life an illusion? Mm. Right? Are we in a, uh, what do they call it? A simulation? Yeah, like in a... Yeah, and, and by the way, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, considered a mental illness. So, is it? schizophrenia. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. So, you know, obviously, if you have that like thought people, once or twice, yeah, a lot of people it's fine. Wonder. But a lot of uh, I know, uh, I know I've heard stories on a couple of people who developed schizophrenia because they thought too much about the illusions. Mm. Uh, life is a simulation. I'm being watched 24 seven. Those are symptoms of schizophrenia. So I hope you guys don't have it. <laughs> but again, uh, what would what kind of question would you ask Einstein if you had the chance and you can have the chance if you go to Expo 2020 on October 1st. Yes, in the Swiss Pavilion. And before we end today's uh, segment, segment, let's uh, re- remen- reminisce? Reminisce, re- yes. Re- yes, let's reminisce. <laughs> I can't speak English today. <laughs> One quote that Einstein uh, or Einstein's actually very famous of is, he says, if you can't explain it to a six-year-old, you don't understand it yourself. And I don't think I've read anything more accurate than this. Yeah, I mean, uh, that is something Omni and I have a motto of. Yep. Uh, obviously, we won't tell you because it's Omni and I's hidden secret. <laughs> Explain like I'm five. Yes, Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short break. But when we come back... The most exciting store, grocery store that I really want to go and be able to experience it happening right here in the uae where you go in and you leave without a single person interacting with you it's totally run by ai this is pulse 95 check this out check this out imagine a grocery (laughs) next (laughs) next the creativity you guys at the beginning of the segment, he just like jolted out of his seat. You cannot ask this question anymore. Next. Yeah, there's no Arbab, no one to ask anymore in this grocery store that we're talking about. It is honestly my dream grocery store because you don't have to interact with anyone. You don't have. I'm gonna sound like such <laughs> anti-social person. Yeah, anti-social. Like sometimes you just want to go through the grocery store and just enjoy the silence. I you mean, know? No, no, no one talks to me about the grocery store. No one, but like, there's just, I don't know, so much. But there's you, a different feel wait, when you're in the souk. But waiting at, at the checkout, you know, waiting for, in front of so many people. And sometimes you're just there to pick up one thing and you have to stand in a very long queue. Yeah, I mean, again, uh, I don't go grocery shopping as much, but sometimes I will jump into the nearest supermarket, you know. Mm-hmm. I'll get something quick. Obviously, I get my six pack of Diet Coke because I'm addicted <laughs> to Diet Coke. And, uh, you know, I'd pass sometimes, but come on, man, I just have this one item. True. And obviously, there's always, you know, a little elderly later, lady to say, just this one. I'd be like, hey, you come in front of me. They're the sweetest. Yeah. I love when that happens. But soon enough, you won't have any more interactions with the cute elderly <laughs> lady in front of you. Because a store in the UAE is going to eliminate all of that. Yes, indeed. One Carrefour right here in the UAE, more specifically in the Emirate of Dubai, known as, I think it's called the OnePlus Carfer, something around that name. And they opened it's in... A phone, OnePlus. <laughs> yeah, true. Um, they opened in Mall of the Emirates. And this store is phenomenal. It's very similar to Amazon's cashierless store that has opened in the US a couple of months ago. You basically, you have an application known as the Share application downloaded on your phone. And to that app, you connect your credit card details. You go into the store by 
basically tapping your QR code, the QR code in the app on the gate and the gate automatically opens. You go in, you pick up one item out of 1,300 items that they have in that pick up and go store. You get your item, you tap the QR code on the gate again and you leave. And everything you picked up is basically already has been scanned and you have already paid for it without actually having to scan anything. So everything in the store is labeled. Once you pick it up and it's removed, the AI, the algorithm already acknowledges that, let's say one chocolate milk was removed, one bottle of water was removed, mm -hmm. and you basically, um, you pay that amount automatically without you even having to signal, you know, that you just left the store. It just pays on its own, which I think is actually very neat because this is going to be the future, you know? You don't have to sit down and waste time at a grocery store. It just all happens automatically. And they have about, I think, 47 or 49 cameras yeah. distributed all over the store. Yeah, I mean, shoppers can uh, start by accessing products at the outlet. Sorry, right? 97. 97, yes. Yeah. And, you know, they have a list of 1,300 products. And then, you know, obviously a virtual cart is updated as their choices uh, at the store exceed or decrease. And, you know... A lot of uh, some people will have privacy concerns and to address those pri yes. privacy concerns over the use of facial recognition recognition in the Middle East, AI cams only use body structure mm -hmm. to identify and follow up person around the store. So they are not actually getting your face. They're just no. getting your body structure. And if you're wearing a mask, it does not matter because all it all it looks at is the structure of yeah. your body, which I thought is so neat. Yeah, I mean, the footage, which is instrumental for the key point mechanism that differentiates you from another shopper mm -hmm. and can only be accessed by a team to resolve customer complaints. So it's not just out there in the back, right? Yes. Only a, a certified team will get it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is a, a step towards the future and I'm glad to see something like this being used right here in the UAE. I mean, we'd always talk about Amazon. It was very far-fetched for us to have something not in the Middle East in general. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, I'm so excited to get to try this grocery store. <laughs> I've never been more excited to Yeah, I mean, you're on a roll today, Omnia, when it comes to this grocery. <laughs> and that's how you know you're getting old. You're getting yes. excited for shopping. <laughs> for not any type of shopping, grocery shopping. But again, I don't blame you, Omnia. This type of story is, is amazing. I mean, when we heard about these or when we talked about them uh, most of the time, we talk about them from the point of view that Amazon is doing it, yeah. right? And in the US, you know, yeah, or China or South Korea, never did I think it would arrive to the UAE or the Middle East. And the Majid al Fatayim group is doing yeah. it. So that is crazy and amazing. And we do know Majid al Fatayim, you know, he is a prominent billionaire and, and investor, and he's done so much. He has so many, uh, you know, outlets and malls. And uh, for him to implement something like this is crazy. Absolutely. Let us know your guys' thoughts, though. Yes, indeed. This is going to be, this is so far in one store, but they're planning to expand, expand yeah. it very soon to basically maybe cover every Carrefour in the UAE. Who knows? Let me know how excited are you to this grocery store and if you've actually seen it yourself. Our text lines are open 4215 door at or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. It's been such a great and exciting show with all of you. Hope you just you enjoyed it just as much as we did. And no you one enjoyed it as much as you, Amnia. <laughs> when it came to the groceries. I love groceries. But we have sad news, Grocery ladies and gentlemen, shopping. before we let you go. There will no longer be a bell at Pulse95 Radio. Why? Wait, it's working again. Yeah, you thought it broke? Yeah, I thought I broke it. No, because you have your finger close to it. Wait. 
Uh, it's, it's semi-broken. Semi-broken. <laughs> we'll get a technician to fix it. Ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today. Hope you guys had a great time just like us. We're going to be opening the, up the airwaves for the man himself, Omar Duri, the only place to be at 3, the halftime show, T-minus 3 minutes until it commences and kicks off. But ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.